Hello everybody, welcome back to the Two Idiots in a Movie podcast, episode 8. I'm your host Chris, and here with me always is my co-host Matt. What's up everyone? The movie today we're reviewing is called The Invisible Invisible Man, a 2020 movie. It's on HBO... HBO Max Max. is on HBO Max. This is basically the last big movie that came out before the coronavirus quarantine. Yeah. Basically, now that I think, now yeah. that now that you mentioned something about that, yeah, this is basically the really last like, big movie. I feel like it's that's been ten years. It has. It's felt like it's oh, been God. years ago since this uh, movie was in theaters. This year needs to end. Yeah, it's gone by way it, too slow. In anywho, what what was the story? The story. Okay, essentially, the story is about a girl named C who escapes her abusive slash controlling boyfriend and then her boyfriend supposedly dies and she believes that he has found a way to turn himself invisible and she believes that he is stalking and ruining her life. That's pretty good. Pretty good explanation. Yeah. This is a remake of the classic movie for everyone, anyone who couldn't figure that out. Yeah. I don't think it falls... I've never seen the original, so I'm assuming this is not the same story. No, I don't think so either. I don't think. What? What's your overall opinion of this movie? I really like this movie. I, I thought do. it was a really, really good it's movie. It's really damn good. Yeah. And it really picks up towards the second half of the movie. Y- yes. It, okay, like, well, it really that. does. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, who was the director of this movie, Matt? Liam Wendell? Lee Lee Wynell, I think is how yeah. you say his name. I think that's how you say his name. But it's the guy who made Saw and I'm pretty sure Insidious. He think he did one of the No, James Wan did Insidious. He did his I think last... he, he he helps James Wan on a lot of his horror movie projects, so they do them together. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, they're best buddies. Yeah. Um his last directorial uh, movie is Upgrade. Yeah. I know you haven't seen. No, I haven't seen it. You said it was good. It's really, really good. It's like a movie about a black episode, Black Mirror episode. Hmm. It's really good. Interesting. So, Matt, what did you think of the main character C? I liked her. I going into this movie, I wasn't sure if Elizabeth Mott, who's the actor who plays her, mm-hmm. was actually a good actress or not. Yeah. Because I seen her in a couple other things. And she was pretty bad in it, in those movies. Oh, and in okay. this, she's incredible. She really acts her butt off in this movie. Yeah, she sells the being scared and then being tired of being scared. She really sells all the range of emotions and that her character goes through what through seems, the entire what movie. Feels like she's slowly losing her mind. Yeah. Because no one believes her. Mm-hmm. She does a really good job. Yeah, she does do a great job of portraying the person that no one believes, but clearly, but clearly is telling the truth. Yeah, on the something. Her, I guess, best friend, who the person she lives with. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't think I have his name written down. Uh, his name's Adiots Hodge. Okay, he's gonna be playing Hawkman in Black Adam. He's gonna be playing Hawkman. Yeah, in Black Adam, really? Yeah, yeah. that's a good choice. Yeah. I really always liked him. As when he showed up in this movie, like, hey, I like this dude. Yeah, he's a really good actor. Yeah. I liked him. I like him and the, the daughter. Yeah, I don't played by Storm Reed. She's really good. She's yeah. in TV show 
the Zendaya TV show on HBO. Oh, I have no clue. <laughs> well, never, well, yeah, okay, never mind. What did you think about, I mean, I know we don't get to see him much, but what did you think about her boyfriend <laughs> and his brother? Let's combine them two. Without going into... Or his brother, yeah. Detail. They were, they were all right. They yeah. did what they're supposed to do, which is very They were very messed up. <laughs> yes, they're very messed up. Something wrong in the head with those two. Now, I don't like to get into budget of movies because mm-hmm. it never really tells you if it's a good movie or not. But this movie was made for only $7 million. Really? And it made $134 million. Jeez. That's, I would say, pretty good. That's a pretty good return. Yeah, that's a pretty good return. <laughs> it's an amazing return. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a good little investment right there. Yeah, we should have invested in this movie. Yeah. If we had that type of money thrown around, Maybe. probably would. So I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah, that is... This movie is a great example of how to make a really, really good movie on a low budget. Yes. You don't need $200 million to make a good movie. Nah, they did Warner Brothers, DC. <laughs> they did a great job making this movie. It's a good movie. Oh, the message of this movie is pretty is really good. It's really timely with the Me Too move, movement and domestic violence against especially against women and gaslighting. Yeah. It's a good message. Yeah, it is Hopefully a very good message. People realize that they stand up to your abuser stop abusing people Um, and get your life together yeah so I don't have much else to talk about non-spoilerly what about you Matt yeah not not non-spoilerly okay so we're about to get into the spoilers now if you haven't seen this movie you should go watch it before we get into it it's on HBO Max it's on HBO Max if you have that I highly suggest you go watch this movie before you listen definitely yes definitely you should Watch this one of the battle movies of this year, the twenty of them that came out. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, go see it. If you don't want to see it, just wanna to listen to us, that's fine. But spoilers ahead, you have been warned. So, Matt, throughout the entire movie, I thought it did a very good job of building the tension and you really see you really get that sense of tension from the first scene yes. that it's in where she's She's where she has drugged her boyfriend and yeah. she has to tiptoe out of the house and then she kicks the dog's bowl. Yeah. And it's like a then, oh oh an old shit moment. Like, oh shit. my god. I got I got an old shit moment. <laughs> yeah. I wanna talk about. But yeah, the whole the first scene really kind of build or set the movie up wonderfully. Yes, it did. I liked the opening scene and then you see her jumping over the fence and then running through the woods and then when just when you think she's safe her sister rolls bam. up and then <laughs> all of a sudden you see your boy or you see someone running and then bam he just op- it tells her to open the door and then just punches the punch <laughs> uh, punches door. the window and breaks it yeah he is absolutely crazy her boyfriend is what do you think of the design the design of, of the, the invisible yeah, man suit invisible man. I thought it was actually a really cool design. Yeah, suit. I really liked the design. It looked it. like something out of like a superhero movie or something. Yeah, and it, I don't know, kind of felt realistic. Like, of course, of, of 
suit that would go invisible would have cameras all over it. Yeah, like refract, re- refractive type deal, and then he he talked about light refraction and stuff like that. And that's obviously something that theoretically would have to you'd have to know a lot about to be able to invent something as advanced as an invisibility suit. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was it was a good. I thought it was a good. good suit. Yeah, a good suit and a good explanation of how the suit does what it does, kinda. Now, this movie should be called. It shouldn't be called Invisible Man. It should be called Invisible Men. Yeah. How much of you? How much of what happens do you think was the brother? Well, I was gonna get into this later, but from what the director says. I'm pretty sure he said that the only scene that the brother is the Invisible Man is the scene that we see him get shot in. He gets shot? Yeah, so, everything else is Adrian. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's just, you know. But, yeah. But, yeah, you never... When you, when you get that twist without reading, you know, an article about the <laughs> movie, you really don't know yeah, they, when they were switching or even if he was actually lying... Yeah, because when I when I watched the movie, I was like, "Well, maybe he wasn't in the suit. Maybe, yeah, maybe, it was... maybe I was like, maybe it's just the brother to get in his to get all the money to get back at his brother for being yeah such a dick to him." So I hadn't, I don't, I when I, yeah when I first watched the movie, I had no clue. But from the what the director says that Adrian was in the suit every time except for when his brother got shot. Okay, I can see, I can see that. Yeah, that works. I really liked how. Cause that could have that right that moment right there could have been the end of the movie, yeah. And it would have been as as a sad satisfying. Satisfi- yeah, thank you. Uh, but it goes into more detail, and that it was all still a setup, and he was still playing her. And yeah. She she ended up getting her revenge, revenge in the best way possible. Yeah, that's really messed up revenge. But he it was, it was messed nice. up too. Yeah. So, let's get into when the Invisible Man starts stalking C. You get, like, very little subtle hints, such as the door, front door opening and her walking out onto the front porch. And then you see it's very cold outside, so she breathes. And then when you see right behind her, someone's breathing. Yeah, someone's breathing. You see the breath. This movie, like, the first half of the movie is kind of like, a paranoid activity movie. Yeah. And then it goes... I feel like it goes... The second half, Terminator 2. <laughs> Definitely. It and goes that, crazy. It goes really action-packed yeah, back, in back, the second half. Yeah, batshit crazy. Yeah. Which, you didn't, you don't think those two movies together would work. But it does here. It does. It, it works here very good. Oh, there's something else about the opening scene I forgot to mention earlier. In the opening scene... Uh, when C is going downstairs to turn off the alarm system, you get the foreshadowing of the suit. Yeah. From later in the movie, because she looks over and it's there's nothing there, but we obviously know that the suit is there. But I thought that was really good how they yeah. foreshadowed it. Good foreshadowing. What'd you think of the bedroom scene where Adrian is standing on the blanket? Oh. After they take, I thought, that, I thought that was one of the creepier. Yeah, that was, like, that was one of the creepiest scenes because he just kind of he drags, takes pictures of them you know? while they're asleep. That was weird, man. Yeah, that was, was creepy and weird. Yeah, that is messed up. 
And then he sets in the chair, and then I'm pretty sure he gets up before she throws the blanket on the chair. Yeah. I didn't like it. That was a very creepy, spooky scene. And then after that, you get C laying on the ground crying because Adrian sent took her phone and sent that email to her sister yeah. about not wanting ever to see her again or whatever. And then, uh, what's his name? His daughter gets hit. Her friend's oh, daughter yeah, gets yeah, hit. Yeah, gets hit in the head and, and blames she's, it. And blames it on C, even though she was like standing really, actually pretty far pretty away far from away. her to be able to smack her like that. Yeah, yeah he, he's a messed up human being. Yeah, and then, and then after that, she like throws the coffee. I think it's, I think that's coffee ground. Ground yeah, coffee, coffee ground on the ground to see yeah. well. He steps. Yeah. And then she's like talking to the doorway, expecting him to be over there. And then she she hears the, the buzz upstairs. When you when you were watching this movie, did you ever like look closely at the Yes, I yeah, did. That, that, I did the same thing. I did that many, yeah. many times. I would just sit there and like Is he is I he think right I can see him <laughs> but I probably couldn't. <laughs> Yeah, there was always a question of when is he around? Yeah, where, but where is he? Where is he? When but is he, he was always there. Yeah. Let's be for real. And then I feel like towards the end, she knew she could just sense him. Yeah, sense his presence. Yeah. After that, uh, after the scene where she spreads the coffee grounds all over the ground, that fight they get into in the uh, in the kitchen. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that, yeah. that was a pretty brutal that was fight. A brutal fight. <laughs> And then she runs off and then goes to back to his mansion. And then she finds another invisibility suit and, suit hides, and hides it. it, which comes which, which comes comes up. back into play yeah. in the last scene. And there was a lot of foreshadowing, like yeah, a lot with of the, they set up things very well. Yeah, they do do that. And then after she left Adrian's house, she goes to meet her sister for dinner. And this, this was the biggest. That's the what biggest, the oh, <laughs> moment, moment for me. It sets it sets it up so well because the, you as the audience feels safe. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, he's not going to attack. There's so many people around. You know, he he wouldn't get away with it. And then all of a sudden, you see the knife come up, and, knife, and, and then he puts it in her hand. I'm like, oh, oh no, he he's gone there. Yeah, that was that was the biggest jaw-dropping moment yeah. for me. I couldn't believe it. it. was. I was like, and it like it takes no time from the time the knife gets up in the air. You could cut back, you see the knife in the air, and then boom, boom, her sister's all, dead. Yeah, all one motion. Yeah, I was like, oh, so oh. that's where we're going with the movie oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. And then, right after that, when she gets admitted to the facility, yeah, the you get another... <laughs> What the fuck moment it when she starts, ends up being pregnant? Oh yeah, and pregnant, <laughs> and she starts cutting her wrists to. Oh yeah, yeah. I never like that. Mm, God, I had I was like I had to like close my eyes yeah, and I walk looked, out of the room. Yeah, I looked away when she started doing that. But yeah, she like meets with his brother, and his brother basically admits to knowing that Adrian is it's, doing yeah, this. Yeah, still alive, and he's yeah. And then she her. steals up one of his fancy pins and then cuts her wrist saying adrian you aren't gonna have the kid or me just in just in order to get him close to her so she can stab him and then she stabs him like four or five times yeah, i don't know how he took that and kept... i also don't know how strong i also don't get how he's so strong because in that kitchen scene i was talking about earlier he like throws her across yeah. the room yeah he's 
he has some crazy strength. And then, Steroids. and then in the end, when they're back in the house and he's fighting the cop, her cop friend. Oh yeah, he, I don't know. He beats that, the, the, shit out the, of him. the cop dude is big, big. Yeah. I don't know. He has to be on some steroids, like you said. But I like, I really like the escape from the psych world. That felt yeah. very Terminator Two Judgment Day. That's where the movie gets really action packed. Yeah, it just goes crazy from there. He's just like, "Eff it! They can kind of see me now. I'm just going to kill everyone. Yeah, I got to get out of here, so I got to do whatever it takes." And I love how he keeps he kind of like fades in and out. Yeah, he fades in suit. and out because. And it's like been glitching. Damaged, yeah. yeah, and I think I don't think he did that when he was over at their house. So I think no. I think yeah, that's two no- different people. I think that's another hint of why how you can tell that that wasn't Adrian. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty clever. Yeah, good job. I just thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> it just came out of nowhere. And then we talked about the ending earlier, but the ending was very satisfying yes. for. Oh, so yes. Just in period. Because you could tell how he's manipulating her. And she chose steak on purpose when he had all that out. So there would be a snake knife on the table. Mm-hmm. And she just had it all planned out so perfectly. Yeah, she, she probably knew that he was going to try and swoon her or yeah. sway her back over to him. But he'd have this big old elaborate thing out. And you see her cop he, friends out in the car. Uh, he, she even knew that there would be cameras. So she has to act up like she didn't know what happened. Yeah. And, and then she just steps out of the frame of the camera. The and basically yeah. gives him the middle finger. Yeah. And then she packs up her invisible suit. and There's going to be a visible woman now. Yeah. And then she just leaves. Yeah. But I thought the ending was very satisfying. Especially for that dick of a character. Hell yes. Yeah. He deserved it. He did for everything he did. He killed her sister. Basically ruined her life. He ruined her life, got her committed to a psych ward, got her arrested. Got her pregnant without her consent. consent and then slapped it under a, a minor. Oh, yeah. Assaulted a minor. Yeah. And assaulted an officer. Yeah. And shot a lot of people. He shot, yeah. he shot oh. those security officers, yeah. too. Yeah. This dude is a terrible human being. Yeah, and then he was like, oh no, I can get her to come back to me. Yeah, oh no, I'm the best human being alive. So, we said the director earlier was Lee Wanell. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, there is going to be a sequel, and he is he's working on it. Yeah, there's going to be a sequel, and there's going to be like a spinoff with um, Elizabeth Banks directing. It's going to be called Invisible Woman. Really? Yeah, now I don't know if it, it's going to be about Elizabeth Smart's character. I don't know. But they also have Lee Wynell working on another movie, which is another one of the classic, you know, monster horror movies. And they have him working on a Wolfman reimagining. Wolfman. Starring Ryan Gosling as Wolfman. Uh, See, I remember this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll watch that. I I can get on board with that if it's anything like this. Well, I like the the idea of reimagining those old old classic movies well, to bring been... them up more with the times. Oh, uh, whoever produces these movies, they've been trying to do this for years now. They did mm-hmm. it with The Mummy, with Tom Cruise, which was terrible. They did one with uh, Dracula, Dracula, yeah, with uh, Luke Evans, which was terrible. So they finally... Maybe they ha- finally have found the person to head their uh, universe or whatever they want to do. 
Well, they finally smart enough and realized that they don't need to spend $200 million. Nah. They need a good director. He knows what to do with a limited budget. I'd like to see James Ma- uh, James Wan remake one of the old, uh, you know, like one of the old classics. I know, I know this is not a classic, but I feel like he would do a good Swamp Thing. Oh, I feel like, oh, he definitely would do a good Swamp Thing. I, know, I think he produced the TV show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He did. He did. A, a movie? With him about that, that would be badass. I think it would be good. From what I hear, the TV show's good too. I just haven't watched it. Yeah, there's too many TV shows. Yeah, too many DC TV. TV shows. Okay, we're getting off topic. Yeah. Yep. So, you got anything else to talk about with the Invisible Man? I just think it's a good movie. Yeah, you need to a, go watch it. Yeah, go watch it. You get, it's on HBO Max. Yeah, you can. I think you. I think you can still rent it from Redbox. Yeah, I'm I think pretty. So. I'm pretty sure you, you can rent it from Redbox if you want to watch it like that. So, you ain't got anything else to talk about with this movie, Matt? Uh, give us your final thoughts and a rating out of 10. I would give this 8 out of 10. It's uh, a very solid That's what I was going to give it. Son of a, <laughs> I have it written bitch. down, actually. I'm sure you don't. I don't. No. Exactly. <laughs> I always write mine down. But no, it's a great movie, and I think it does a great job of building up the suspense the tension. and then when the tension is cut it goes from being a suspenseful tension filled movie to an action packed race to save uh, her friend yeah it's so good it is it's very good and you need to go watch it okay got anything else Matt no I think that's it for me uh, that's it for me too well that's it for today we hope you enjoyed listening you can follow us on twitter and instagram Subscribe to us on YouTube. We put out new episodes every Sunday and Wednesday. And we'll see you next time when we talk about Creep.